Welcome, Bear and Below baddies. What up? We're coming at you today with part two of our mini series. The older I get, the less I dot dot dot. And we are so freaking excited to bring part two because after we finished recording the first episode of this little mini series, everything kept coming to us. Like the older I get, the less I, and then we started talking to people about it. Then we put it out there to our Biblo baddies to have them write in. And the responses we got were amazing. I know, Cassie, that was so exciting to see everybody else was just as passionate about this topic as we are, because like we mentioned last week, we've been working really hard on our personal growth, and it was kind of nice to sit back and reflect on how far we've come, and apparently, y'all feel the same way, so we're going to share some of your responses today. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I think out of any question I've ever put out there, this one, we've had the most responses. Oh my God. Yeah. So many responses. And the general consensus was the older I get, the less I just give a shit about what other people's opinions are about me or the less I care about what people think about me. That was the overwhelming response that we had from everybody. A couple other ones were (laughs) one person, the less I fight with people. Well, that's good. (laughs) Less drama in your life. Um, The less that you tolerate bullshit. There was a lot of swearing in these too, by the way. Like people were coming (laughs) hard with the F-bomb and shit. And um, yeah, my cousin, of course, she wrote the less clothes I wear. Go, you go, girl. <laughs> You're in your clothes. 30s. The less clothes you wear, I love you so much. Yes. But we we had people responding that aren't just our family and friends. I feel like for some reason I always need to put that out there. Again, looking for validation and needing to prove to people, which I shouldn't be doing anymore. What the hell? Like, who cares who responded? People responded, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're a work in progress still. So it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. One of the ones that I saw that I liked was the less I accept mediocrity in my life. And I thought that one was kind of interesting. Like, I wonder what specifically she meant by that. Do you like being a really motivated type person and you just don't want to surround yourself with people that are okay with the status quo? I know. I was like, you could take that in so many different ways. I love that response too. Or is it just like, no matter what, I'm not surrounding myself with shit people. Or just like a shit person person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'm trying to elevate my life and I don't have time for you mediocre ass people. Yeah. Not that there's really anything wrong with that, you know, because people want to do what makes them comfortable. But I would even take that as maybe I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone that's not growing and maturing with me. You know, they just, I am who I am. That's it. Accept me or not. That's the way you want to live, live that life. But I can see what she's saying. Like, it's not something I want to have in my life the older I get. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You could take that in so many ways. I love that answer. Another one was the older I get, the less I can drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can relate to that one. My Seriously. God. Freaking headache after one glass of wine. What the hell? <laughs> that sucks, man. And then, you know, we're like, we need to get some guys' perspectives. So, I actually asked Carmen, he said the older he gets, the less emotional he is about sports. And not, like, thank God, praise the Lord, there is a God. Praise Um, Jesus. Praise Jesus. 
Jesus, let me hear it, people. And I'm so thankful for that because let me tell you, when we first started dating 13 years ago, and I know that he was like this even worse before we got together 13 years ago, but, and my dad used to be like this, but so emotional with the sports where if their sports team lost or they didn't play well or something, they wouldn't talk for a week. It'd be so over the top dramatic, like, okay, I'm going to pout, I'm going to be pissed off, and I'm not going to talk to the world for at least a week until they go ahead and lose again the following week. Yeah. <laughs> Dictate their emotions. And so he doesn't get like that anymore. Thank you to the G-O-D, baby. For sure. It's almost like these guys, they can't express any emotion in their real life and their relationships, and they just channel all of it into sports. Like, it's so overdramatic. You know what? Scott so gets like that. Last week, I know the Bills lost. It was a bad game. It was really tough. Literally, when the final second was over, he, like, slammed the clicker. I say clicker. Most people say remote. He slammed the remote. 100 years old. I know, right? I say clicker. He slammed the remote on the floor, like spiked it on the floor, like fuck. And I'm just standing there like, can you not, like, can you not please do this? Like our daughter's also great here. Like, come on, like get a grip, dude. And he wasn't spiking the remote pretending that he was a, like just scored a touchdown in the end zone and was pretending it was the football or anything. I think he thinks he's like part of the team. Like he's on the sidelines <laughs> in the uniform and ha- maybe had a football in his hand and the team lost. So he spiked the football on the ground. That I, I really think that's what's going on in this motherfucker's head. <laughs> that's amazing. Girls, write us in. Are your men like this with sports? Oh, my God. Yeah, we need to put. OK, that'll be one of our next questions to our Biblo peeps. We need to know who. Or, or what your men do when their sports team loses. Like, give us, like, the most dramatic story that you have of what, how far they've taken it. Yeah, that'll be fun to share those. A couple other guys that we asked said the same general consensus, the less they care about things. But now I want to deep dive and peck their brains a little bit more. And I think one of our little avid men listeners, I think we would be able to pull a little bit more out of his answer mm-hmm. when he said the less that he cares about what people think. Um, So I'm going to have to pick his brain a little bit more. Yeah, because women are just putting it out there. Oh, yeah, I'll talk about it. I know the exact answer that I have to give. But men, y- you got to kind of yank it out of them. They're not going to yeah. say something. They're going to give like the blanket answer that everybody else thinks. But then it's like, no, you got you to gotta needle at them a little bit to get it out. Yep. Yeah. But I liked Carmen's answer about not getting emotional so much over sports. I think that's very common, and I think it makes a lot of sense. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to share a couple more, right, Kath, of the ones that um, you and I came up with after when they just kept funneling out of our mouths like, oh, my God, we need to do a part two. We could probably do 100 more. (laughs) All right, Cass, why don't you kick it off for everybody today? Okay, sure. Like every other example I feel like I've given, this one's been a struggle bus, but here we go. <sighs> struggle bus. The, yeah. The older I get, the less I let people take advantage of me and my kindness. Yes, I can be a bitch, but no, I have a lot of kindness also. So You sure do. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, this kind of ties in with learning to say no or learning to set those boundaries. But, 
you know, Carmen had a good example of this this morning where, you know, if somebody's like, hey, I need you to help me move. And okay, well, how about you ask me first and then I'll let you know if I'm available to help you move. Where before, if somebody came at me like, hey, I need you to help me move or I need you to do this or um, I've called you a hundred times, like you have to answer. I don't actually have to do anything if my mental headspace is good enough to answer your phone call. I will. If not, if it's not an emergency and you're okay and you're just calling literally to talk, then I will reach out to you when I am ready for that. Because maybe I had a bad day that day. Maybe I'm Mm -hmm. not in the mood to talk. Or if somebody is saying, I need you to help me move, you don't know what I have going on that day. But in the past, I would just fold and be like, well, okay, I'll make it work. And that's just kind of my nature anyways. I, I would probably still try and make it work. But now I know that if I can't do it that day, then I'm just going to say that I can't do it that day. Because, you know, once you keep giving in and giving in and giving in to certain people, they will take advantage of you and they don't ask you and they tell you because they're just going to assume you're going to do whatever it is that they need from you and take advantage of that. And so I've learned the older I get, you know, to let that kind of go. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like we've said before, it's it's our responsibility. It's your responsibility to teach people how you want to be treated. And that's on nobody else but you. And it's a really hard thing to do when you are a people pleaser, when you do have that natural disposition to be kind and to want to be helpful and to want to do everything for your loved ones. But you also have to know when to rein that in a little bit. And sometimes it's just a little bit but it's again, it's it's knowing where and when to put up those boundaries. Yeah. And I think that this happens a lot in the workplace, too, which I've tried, oh, yeah. um, you know, setting boundaries with that, too, because now that I have a new role, but I'm still I'm still a sales rep. But I'm now, you know, there's other people reporting to me. So it's like, all right, define what is part of your role because otherwise people might just keep throwing things. Hey, can you do this? Like, and especially if you're good at your job, like, oh, well, she'll just take care of it and do this and do that. And so, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily my situation currently right now, but I have had to be aware of what the balance is between what I should be doing and what I'm just doing just to help somebody else out. Um, So I think people get taken advantage of for their kindness a lot in the workplace. Yeah. Um, I've heard that happen to several people. I mean, I feel like that even happened with you. We've talked about it in the past. So that's something Mm -hmm. else where it's like, even in the workplace, you want to be really good at your job and you don't want to say no to your boss or whoever's throwing something at you, but you have to, you have to really set those boundaries within your workplace too. It feels really good to do that too. Like we say, as long as you're saying something respectfully to that other person, there should not be an issue. I remember when I started at my last job, I had another mom tell me that she goes into every interview telling her possible boss that my priority is my child. That is 
the type of employee I'm going to be. I'm going to do everything for you. I'm going to get my job done. You're going to love me working for you. But my priority is and will always be my child. I'm a mom first. And I'm like, you said that in an interview? And she's like, I say it in every interview. I never have a problem. So this previous job, I did that. And I was so happy that I did. You know, I felt... Like I had so much more respect for myself just being honest. Like I am a mom first and that's that. Now how things panned out, of course, you know, I didn't always get my way, but at least they knew where I stood. Yep. It wasn't a secret. You threw it out there. I love that to say that right in the interview. Yeah. That's amazing. What a power move. Hell yeah. I know. It felt very empowering to just be honest. And like, you know, I I do have some issues with that. Like just kind of being a little bit more direct and like saying what I need or how I feel. So yeah. yeah. But you know, Cassandra, you are a really good human being. You want to do everything for your loved ones. And it's also okay to stop it at a certain point when it's like getting to a place where maybe you are being taken advantage of and it's just not working for you. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. All right, Kathy, Kath. Sorry, I know you hate that again. (laughs) Can't stop. All right. What do you got for us? Let's hear it. So the older I get, the less I agree with or go along with something that doesn't align with me. Basically, I used to do kind of what you're saying. I would either agree with something I didn't agree with or I would like completely spread myself so thin to make somebody else happy even when it didn't work for me. And I really just did it again just because I don't want anybody to be mad at me, you know? And it's like, I can't, we can't control how people feel. Like that just comes from being more confident in yourself, what you need, what you want, knowing that it's valid, knowing that it's not hurtful to anybody. It's just what you need. Like at some point we have to fucking prioritize ourselves, Jesus. Um, One kind of silly example of this is there was, this was a while ago, there was like a, a mom at my house, we were having a play date and she made a comment about like people who buy organic milk. She was like, who would ever buy organic milk? Probably because it's expensive and whatever, like who cares? Now me, Cassie, you know this, I'm a person that's very into organic food. I've done extensive research specifically on milks. (laughs) Like, I don't even drink milk, let alone organic milk. I drink nut milk, usually almond milk, fucking coconut milk. I know. And even a couple (laughs) of years ago, this is how I was. I only bought organic milk. So I am a milk aficionado. This is who I am to give you context, right? Okay. So this mom says it. Do you know what I said back to her? I go, oh my God, I know, right? Who would do that? (laughs) As organic (laughs) milk is sitting in my fridge. (laughs) Oh my God. I I knew you were, I had a feeling you were going to say that and I'm just like waiting for you to open up the fridge. But no, I was, I was, what I was laughing at is because you said, yeah, I like more of the nut milk. And I said, yeah, you do girl. But it went way over your head because you were like, yeah, see, you know, the almond milk. (laughs) Oh shit. Ew. My mind did not go there. I know, mine did. Sorry. Dirty little girl. No, I'm kidding. Dirty girl. Um, I like it. I need more of that energy from you. But anyways, no, I like almond milk and coconut milk. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, goat milk is very good. I've done a lot of milk research, but you get what I'm saying. I am basically have the complete opposite viewpoint as her. 
nothing yeah. against her lifestyle. I'm not saying I'm better than her. I'm just saying I don't agree. And I, I sat there and was like, oh, yeah, who would do that? Like, why am I doing that? So the older I get, the less I do stuff like that. Now, I'm definitely the type of person I don't want to argue with people. I'll never be a person that's like, willing to get into a debate over milk because I just I don't care that much to like tell people what I'm doing like you want to don't want to live that lifestyle that's your business I don't care but I've had to find ways to communicate that I don't agree with something somebody says without um coming off as confrontational so it's definitely a work in progress for me but lately basically when someone says something I don't agree with instead of lying and being like oh yeah I just kind of like smile and nod my head yeah and so I wondered I had a question when you were saying that you just agreed with her did you um agree with her because you just didn't feel like getting into it in that moment or did you agree with her because you you wanted to feel that connection to be on the same I think it's a little bit of both. Also, I've learned in my healing process that I am so afraid of people being upset with me or people not liking me, not just because I need the validation, but also because it makes me feel safe, which might sound silly to a lot of people, but I feel physically safe when I know someone is not mad at me or not annoyed with me or not upset about me, that's how I kind of control that situation. Like, I'll just agree and be like, yeah, just to kind of keep it moving. And um, yeah. it's super, super unhealthy for me. And it's I'm, I'm not in alignment with who I am when I do that. But also, yeah, I don't like arguing with people. I, I, I don't want to be like, oh, well, I have organic milk. And then they start rebuttaling with why it's they don't like it. And then I feel like I like I don't like going doing that shit. How I would probably handle that me personally. See, it's funny how some things we are so identical with and then other things. But this is why we have such a great balance with each other. But how if somebody was in my house and they were like, oh, my God, who would buy organic milk? I probably would be like me bitch me? I got organic film <laughs> or or I'd be like hold on let me show you something and then I'd go up in the fridge I'd be like your favorite look at organic milky like you know just do something stupid like yeah. that to call it out and like make a joke about it or laugh about it or something that's yeah. how I tend to handle those situations because like who cares it's yeah. just organic milk but it's easier said than done that's how that's what's amazing about humans is we can all be so yeah. different. Like you handle it one way and you did that because it's more of a, a safe place for you just to agree for that moment or go along. And for me, I'm like, you know what? I don't care about the milk. I'll, I'll call myself out or call the person out like in, in silly things like that. But for you, it's not silly at all. So it's just kind of interesting to hear both, you know, perspectives. It's definitely a deeper thing for me, and I've had to come to terms with, like, I need to stop doing this because I'm not even communicating to this person who I truly am. They don't even know who I am. You know what I mean? And I'm. it's not been good for me, so the older I get, the more... I'm able to handle those situations in a healthy way that's also still true to myself. So it, yeah. that's been that's been a big thing for me this year. Yeah, I know. No, you're doing amazing. And I know that you've been working on it really hard and you're doing <laughs> Thank you. perfect. Perfect oh, job. Yeah. 
you get a grade A plus star. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so you have one more thing and I have one more thing, right? Okay. Yep. I'm going to go first right now. I'm going to go, go right now. Okay. I'm going to go right now. The older I get, the more I just trust the process. And don't get me wrong, you know, like I still get extreme anxiety over certain things. I still overthink. I have moments where I might spiral. That still happens because that's life, right? Like we're not perfect. We're all still a work in progress. Compared to how I used to be, where certain situations, maybe even just like the simplest things, I would just dwell on, dwell on. Maybe maybe in the past have a little bit more of a negative, like, oh my God, nothing is ever going to go right type of attitude. And and I've never been a that major of a dweller, but you know, back in the day, years ago, for sure, I might think like, is it is it ever going to turn around? It never can turn around. I can never come out of this. This is never going to get better. Never say never, people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just like that kind of attitude. And so I just really, really worked hard at switching the way that I think. And I realized that you just have to trust the process. You just keep plugging along. And, you know, what's stressing me now or bothering me today, I just remind myself that it really might not matter in a day or in a week or, you know, two weeks, whatever, but it always works itself out. So just try not to stress about it quite as much and and believe, truly believe, like, you know what? I'm going to be just fine. It's okay. I'm alive and I'm breathing. It's going to be, it's going to work itself out no matter what the outcome looks like. And you have to let go of the control of the outcome. Like you just have to believe that it's going to to work itself out. I'm seeing a, a common theme with us with the the need for control, I think, the need is a for common speed. <laughs> I know, the need for common control, not speed. Yeah. For real, though, that's that's what it is. It's all of these things, all of the older I get, the less I dot 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 is all circling back around to the same exact reason why we even had these issues to begin just with. Just like a, it's a, a whole shedding of letting go and letting be. Oh my God, a shed. When you just said that, I felt way much lighter when you just Good. said that. Well, to what you said, it's a process of even trusting your own strength, trusting yeah. that you know, if you've been through some hard times, look at you. You've you've gotten through something no matter how small it is. So trust yourself that you will get through anything that's thrown your way and you'll be able to handle it and, and it will be okay. You know, even if yeah. it's not okay, you'll still be okay. Like you can you can do it. Yeah. Yep. What's what's your last one, Kath? I'm I'm excited to okay. hear. Okay, well. My last one uh, is going to be a little raunchy, so if the kiddos are around, pop the earbuds in, turn down the volume, because mine's getting a little freaky. Which they had to have their earbuds in anyways, because has anybody noticed that Kathleen actually swears way more than I do? And I can't believe it. 
Oh my God. Yeah, you do. Last episode or two episodes ago or something. I didn't swear until the very last, um, the below shout out and you were dropping F-bombs left and right during the whole thing. I just can't believe it that you're more of a swearer than me. I like to swear. It makes me feel good. It's, it's how I talk naturally. I, um, a lot of parents won't agree with this, but I swear in front of my daughter all the time. And I just tell her these are adult words and you're not using them until you're an adult. And she understands that she never used, sometimes she'll say it and like, look at me and then I'll look at her i will be like, it's an adult where she's like, okay, mom. I'm like, just don't say it at school. <laughs> yeah, that's all. All right, let's hear you little raunch, raunch fest girl. Okay. The older I get, the more I enjoy sex. <laughs> I'm just starting to sweat, girl. Oh, and I love how you're like, oh, Kathleen must have just had sex. That's why she wrote it down. No, that's not why. <laughs> yeah, because I noticed that you wrote it down late last night. I'm like, oh, she definitely just had sex. No, I just forgot to write it down. And then I remembered it when I woke up this morning. I've been in sex oh. in like a week. So, okay. <laughs> Let me explain. On. And a lot of this has to do with accepting my body too. So like mm-hmm. in my 20s, I would be having sex almost like it's like a porno like there's somebody in the room that's like filming it and it's gonna go live like I need to be in the perfect position I need to look perfect my stomach needs to look good I'm like kind of like squeezing my elbows together to like make my boobs look nice and perky like I'm (laughs) thinking about all the wrong things basically everything except for how it's making me feel (laughs) don't tell me you haven't done that laying on your back when your boobs like disappear, you don't like push them up with your elbows to like make it look a little more perky. I've never done that. In I'm surprised life. you haven't because you're you're in the itty bitty titty committee, girl. I can't believe you have not done that. I know, I know. Well, that's oh, just okay. one example, but I, you know, even like my stomach. If I didn't have a perfect stomach, like, and I'm on top, I'm wrapping the blanket around my stomach to not show it, or even like mm-hmm. wrapping it around my whole body like you know what I mean lights are always off like just all these things where well I guess yeah they still kind of are but I I would never have had sex like in the daytime like oh let's like we have a quick minute it's a quickie let's go like I never would have done that in the past now fast forward I don't give a fuck my boobs are flapping everywhere I am all lights it's camera don't action. Give a fuck. My stomach is where it is. I don't care. All I care about is my pleasure. That's what I care about. Wow. And I care about my partner caring about my pleasure. And honestly, I don't give a fuck if he likes it or not. Because guess <laughs> what? They like anything. They will fuck anything that is walking. I promise you, ladies, they don't care what you look like. Maybe like a gym rat might, but even the I just I honestly I don't care if he likes it or not because I know whatever I'm doing he likes. I want him to be into me. And when he's into yeah. me, I'm more open, I'm more relaxed. Therefore he he's enjoying it more because maybe I'm doing some more stuff that I wouldn't do just because I feel yeah. good. So it's definitely been an awakening for me to just be again. I'm going inward and I'm caring more about what I need and I'm yes. no excuses and I'm not turning into an asshole like fuck everybody else and their feelings, but I, I'm working on prioritizing me and in doing so, my sex life has gotten, I mean, me and Scott always had a nice sex life, but it's gotten like a million times better. Yes. Go girl. I love Ooh. the 
Oh my God, the passion when you said, and I don't give a fuck. That was <laughs> passion. No, I love that. I, I love that for you. Oh, no, that's, you. no, that is really good though. Um, And amazing to say because there's a lot of women that are insecure in that area. And especially when we're younger. Yeah. When we feel like we have yeah. to be perfect and everything. So I love that you shared that with us. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. And I don't, I, I don't want anyone to get the impression that I'm like bragging, like, Oh, I have this great sex life. This is taken a lot of work for me to get to this place. A lot of work in my relationship too, like us sharing emotions, me being yeah. more vocal oh, about yeah. what I like. Whereas like when I was younger, I'd be afraid to kind of tell him I don't like that. Whereas now yeah. like, I just don't care. I don't care about his ego or bruising his ego as much as I care about my own pleasure. So I bring this up to encourage you ladies out there, communicate to your partner what you want. This is a, this is a little prelude to our after dark. I was going to say, we need to do an After Dark episode for sure on on all of Hell this. yes. I'm so excited for those episodes. But make sure your partner is prioritizing your pleasure because it's the number one important thing. Number one, don't feel bad about it. And he yeah. won't feel bad about that shit either. Yeah, for sure. Stupid men. So <laughs> stupid men is right. Hashtag stupid men. Um, so <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna get into- I love it. we can say whatever we want because our husbands don't listen to our <laughs> Hashtag stupid head. Hashtag stupid men. Hey, we can come up with a song. But yeah, they they do not listen. And so no. we can say whatever we want, ladies. Um, and gents. Um, so can I just throw in here really quick? The older I get, the more that I need to be in bed by 8 p.m. No exceptions. <laughs> um, yeah. Today's quote of the day is, isn't it funny how day by day nothing changes, but when you look back, everything is different. And uh, doesn't that just hit? That hits. I feel like it's exactly what we're doing these two episodes. Yeah, it's like, and that's why it's so important to reflect because, you, yeah, you feel like you're stuck sometimes or that you're not making any progress. But mm-hmm. then if you really, really look back on it, like, holy shit, look at how everything has changed and you have changed for the better. It's so amazing. It's it's just amazing. Yeah, it's a great way to reflect on the work that you've done, even from six months ago, you know, let alone five years ago, something like yeah. that. So it's, yeah, that's really awesome. And it's important to do, guys. Like, we can't just be beating ourselves up day in and day out. At a certain time, we have to stop and look back and be like, wow, I have really done well. Especially if you're in a rut or maybe you're like in a Mm -hmm. really hard place at a time in your life right now. You know what? This is, here we go. Everybody, all our little Biblo baddies, why don't you do yourself a favor right now and just reflect back on where you were 10 years ago, five years ago, a year ago, and be proud of the progress you made and lift yourself up. Because that is really important. I want every single one of you to do that right this minute or in 30 seconds after this episode ends. Do it. Yes. You'll feel so much better when you do. I know I feel better after these two episodes. I know. Me too. All right. Well, we've got an amazing Below shout out today. I'm super excited about it. Cassie, I know you're excited about it. Let's hear what it is. 
Yes. Oh my God. I just ordered two things from her. One for myself, of course. Shh, don't tell my husband. Um, and then one thing for my mom for Christmas. But it is Barioche. So she is all things bling, bling, bling. And mm-hmm. you know that I love glitz and glam and bling. Oh my God, this stuff is so cute. The ones that I ordered, she actually posted a video of them, but they were crews. I ordered a black and a white crew. Has blingy number 17 and Allen on the back. Mine, I got flames, blingy flames on the sleeves. And then on the front, she has the little buffalo logo. They are so effing freaking dope and fire. No pun intended. Oh my God, she's just amazing. But I know you love a bunch of things too. Yeah, they are dope. I love her stuff and I love clothing with a little bling. Makes it so much more fun. My favorite thing that she has are her jean jackets. I love her jean jackets. I'm probably going to get this one. It's a lighter wash. It says Buffalo Football and blinged out red in the back. And it's got uh, like lips with like a tongue hanging out in the Zuba design. And it's the kiss tongue. It's and it's all bling. It's so cute. It's got white stars down the side. I'm obsessed with this jean jacket. I'm definitely getting it, even though I don't need another jean jacket. <laughs> like, I already have two. <laughs> Who cares? Get it anyways. <laughs> Whatever. So good. Order it right now while we're on the order it on air. No, I'm just kidding. on air right now. <laughs> well, go give her a follow on Instagram. She's always posting her stuff. It's B A R I O S H seventeen. Barry Osh. She's awesome. Thank you, everybody. We love you guys so much. We hope you really enjoyed these older I get the less I episodes. Make sure you download our episodes, subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, anywhere you see us. Give us a shout out. Yeah, absolutely. And if you'd like to sign up for our email list, we are going to have some merch coming soon. You'll get alerts for that, possibly a discount. It's just bearinbelow.com. Go check us out. Let's go, baby. Bill's Mafia in the house. I know. We're recording on a Bill's Day. Let's go. Let's go, baby. (laughs) 